what's up, what's up? Welcome back, God, to another edition of Tell Me a Joke, the Guideline of Chasing the Dream. I'm your host, the Maniac Comedian, Kyle Smith. Said the whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. And today, we just gonna get into it, God damn it. I got comedian Keisha Hunt on this motherfucker. Man. <laughs> Good to see you, Keisha. Good to see you. Man, I'm glad to see you. Yeah. Come on. Come yeah, on. we, come on. Come on. With the, yeah. With the, yeah. We out here trying to get it. Oh. Hell yeah. We trying to do things. Yes, we is. Yeah. We that, trying to get it. That's what's up. I man, it's 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 been uh, a long journey, mm-hmm. and I know you can attest to that, like because you you've been out here, you 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 kill it, yeah, wow. like you Thanks, you brother. to see to, just your hilarity, your hilarity it reminds me of my mama. She not as she she not as funny though, but like certain <laughs> certain mannerisms you say it's Come like on. oh man, that's my mama right there. My mama, that's I say, am say, of say. mature age. Yeah, so I, like how long you been doing comedy? Oh man, I love to tell people this and I hate it at the same time. But almost, well, since 2002. Mm-hmm. So what's that, like 20, 20? Yeah, that's better right there. Like 20, uh, 22? Okay. 20? Yeah. 23? Around that, around Somewhere that. Somewhere from yeah. 20, That's sweet spot. Yeah. That sweet spot. There's yeah, a sweet it's spot. Yeah. That's I see that. That's I see say. Yeah. That's what they say. Oh, man. I'm only Come like, on. I'm only halfway in there. And I'm like, I'd be like, I'd be like, I, it, it, the grind in men. Like, d- just, just uh, the thoughts of not giving up. Like, every, yeah. always telling myself, don't give up, nigga. Just don't give up. Yeah, keep just keep going. Keep going. Like, how often do you tell yourself to every- not give up? Second, every second of my life, but I do know the destination is the journey. Yeah, like I just learned that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, as as long as as long as I got something to look forward to within this comedy, man. Right. I ain't tripping. I don't care how long it takes. Some it, it take a shorter time for others. Yeah. You know, just like a good old pot roast or a good roast. Some things take a little longer to cook. Yeah. They gonna taste better too. Yeah. So I'm like that. I'm I'm, I'm marinated. I'm simmered. Let it simmer. <laughs> like how, simmer. is this is is, is 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 comedy? Was that the was that the always? Was that always what you wanted to do? Man, nobody's ever asked me that. So when I was oh, when I was thirteen. Yeah. I knew well even before when I was six. Let me let me take yeah. it back. When I was six, I knew I was an entertainer. Okay, right. I knew I wanted to entertain the people. That's what your parents was telling you. And she was like, she always doing. I'm gonna double get you one way ticket to Hollywood. Yeah, that's what my mama was doing. <laughs> so my sister, she put me on like a, a dob hat at the time. Run DMC. I'm six. Yeah. Run DMC was no rapper can rap. You know they think. Yeah. So my brother had a dob hat and I had his trench coat on. It looked like a a a a, a black wedding train because I'm only two feet tall <laughs> and he put his big thick gold chain around me and I started rapping Yeah. on Thanksgiving oh, I, was, Thanksgiving. I was the kid that they put in front of the family to just do your thing baby you know? Yeah. and so I was that kid and so I started rapping I still remember that rap I was walking down the street with my jam box I met this little boy named Goldilocks he asked me kind of car I was driving in I said a BMW Mercedes Benz now we know wait, <laughs> right? wait. that don't make no sense does it a BMW Mercedes that's what I was driving I had the first one <laughs> he had a BMW in the front Mercedes Benz in the back and he was Come my on. homeboy named Goldilocks <laughs> Was he white? He, I don't know. In my mind, he's my homeboy named Goldilocks. But that was, hey, and the family threw money at me, and I was like, oh, I can make money. I can make money. I can make money. Then yeah. after that, I started a band 
called Backyard Game. <laughs> <laughs> with buckets in. Is, is, is this still at the age of six? <laughs> no, I think I'm 10 now. <laughs> I think I'm 10. Okay. about eight or, eight or nine, 10. Yeah. And you know, the air conditioned vents for a window unit. I had that as my snare. Uh, I had two buckets, you know, the paint buckets. Right, so, right. And so I had backyard gang. Dun, 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 dun. That was the song. <laughs> and so I had backyard gang. Then I graduated from that into uh, a full-time rapper. Yeah. Like, I was serious with it. Yeah. Uh, I had an opportunity to jump into ESG's limousine. Oh. It was in 1994. Uh, 97.9 The Box used to do the Box Birthday Whoa. Bash. 97.9 The Box been around for a very they long been, time. Yeah, but since I was 12. That was wow. 90, 1992. And I remember it because that's the same year Jason's lyrics came out. I love Houston history. Please Man, keep going. <laughs> and so, because at the time, we only had Magic 102.1. Used to call it 1021. <laughs> <laughs> Magic 102.1. I love it. And so, and so that's what they had. They wanted to do something for the youth. So that's when 97.9 The Box came in yeah. 92. And they started doing these box birthday bashes. Yeah. To celebrate the radio station in 1994. Uh, swinging and banging with ESG came out. Okay. And that was the song. But I could rap. Right. Like I, I just knew that's what I was gonna do. Like I was a thug till I died, puffing on that fry, nigga getting high. Like, <laughs> didn't know what fry was, had no clue, but I knew I could rap. Yeah. And so I saw after the box birthday bash, I knew I ain't, I didn't pay for no ticket. I didn't have. I was small. All I would do was duck down and weave my way through the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> And my sister and I was like, if you act like you're supposed to be there, won't nobody question if you're supposed to be there. And I was in all in the VIP. Nobody said nothing to me. <laughs> Missy Elliott was on the concert. What? Uh, Notorious B.I.G. was there. Mary J. Blige was there. Total was there. Uh, I forget the guy's name that sing, cheers to you. Oh, shit. I don't know their name, but they was missing them. Yeah. They was Timberland's group. But I remember uh, pulling on... Uh, that was when he was with Magoo, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Magoo was there, too. Oh, All Lord. Was there. 112 was there. Whoa. ESG was there. This was like... A, hey, you done snuck your way in. Was, I'm at the concert, just concerting. And so I was trying to... I'm, I'm a rapper just trying to make it. I done pulled on Notorious B.I.G. ankle. He done kicked me. <laughs> like, get this baby off of me. <laughs> kid off of me and then Missy Elliott she he, 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 <laughs> she had the blunt in her hand and she did me like you know she me and then she psyched me with the blunt <laughs> cause I'm a kid I don't know you right you know, I'm a kid she's like psych I'm like oh man but I smoked weed at 13 14 yeah. and so when we was leaving I saw ESG them had they uh, limousine windows down and I started running on the side of the limo and hopped in the window <laughs> <laughs> I jumped. Uh, I wonder if he remember this. I hopped. This is a true story. Yeah. I hopped in the window, and they were like, "Man, stop, stop the limo. We got a baby in here. <laughs> what is this baby doing here?" I said, "I can rap. <laughs> I said, I can rap here." And he was like, "Come oh, on, baby, shoot. say something." And then I started doing, "I'm a thug till I die, puffing on that weed, nigga getting hot, sipping on that sir, body choke, roll that blunt, so you can smoke." He let me do my whole rap. He was like, "You got something, but you got to get up out of here." Cause we not we don't we don't mess with the babies. <laughs> I was fourteen, but I was nine. <laughs> Cause I'm vertically challenged like a mother. We you know you know. Yeah, I know. We about the same size. Uh, you, you're the same. You're a little bit taller than me. That's that man. That's that man head. That's that man head. 
But uh, I don't know how you gonna give me a shut up now. Love it, don't I'm on the road. You ask me one question. That's it. That's where it take you. You say that's how it happened. You say was it always comedy? And I said no. And here we go. And so let me get my mom was to the comedy. My mom was to the comedy. And so huh, yeah, origin jumping stories. In the, jumping in the limo. How about the limo? Get out. Uh, we can't take babies. Okay. We can't take babies. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. When I was 16, it was a rap group called Four Deep. More okay. Houston, more Houston history. I remember doing a video shoot with them at this club at a pool hall, and they had me like, man, I was. You know how they had every female rapper yeah. looking in the 90s? Oh, yeah. All black with shades. On. Yeah. And I was 16. Mysterious. Mysterious. <laughs> like, boss, you know, you, you, you gotta, you, you, you gotta, you gotta let a hoe like, be a hoe. Why y'all gotta be so hard, bro? Right. It's like, can we just get some sexy bars? Like, right. Jesus Christ. But I had that bell-bottom woman suit on, that Queen Latifah wear in, in uh, Living Single. <laughs> Them business suits she would wear. That was my rap outfit. It was a very loose business suit she would wear. Yes. <laughs> very comfortable and flowing very, looking. With sneakers. Yeah. Or or you remember she was the business boots? but savvy. Yes. yes. And that mm -hmm. was the that was the we know she gay, but we don't want to say it. We don't want to say nothing. Yeah, so that was the image we had. <laughs> Just let her run shit. She a boss. That, exactly. <laughs> so I had my Queen Latifah on. And then I don't know what made me, what, this would happen. I'm still rapping. I'm rapping. I'm rapping. And then I started acting when I got to high school, when I got to middle school. And it really changed. Yeah. I got bit. I got bit by the acting bug. That's how it happened. Right. In middle school. That's here come comedy. It's yeah. almost there. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. there. And so I got bit. But what really did it for me, I knew, I knew I wanted to do comedy when I saw Martin Lawrence and Talking Dirty After Dark, and I could oh, not stop that's specific. saying, "I could not stop saying Pussy Patrol, Pussy Patrol." <laughs> 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 you know? So I would walk in the hall, got in trouble for that. Like, yeah, I was like, man, I'm getting in trouble for reciting Martin Lawrence, and then he came out with "You So Crazy." Yeah, and I, I knew it. Were hello, Darky. That was like I couldn't stop. Re I knew that the whole thing and i was like i want to be him you know how fun this is to hear that because all comics are like superheroes and i, I put it in the sense like everybody has their uh spider-man origin story yeah. and uh basically you martin lawrence that that portion right there is your you're being bit that is your catalyst yeah, right there because wow. for me my catalyst uh, was after somebody said usually it's somebody like hey man you should probably do comedy or hey man you should be on the stage somewhere yeah. hey you gonna be an entertainer yeah. when I was in school I was so bad that the teacher put me up in front of the class and was like be funny and I was like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> like I'm just disruptive <laughs> like why you gonna put me up like I was so bad they brought me to another class and was like boom yes. do, do what you do I'm like what do you mean I thought I was just disruptive like you were putting me I, I'm afraid right now like, like I don't I don't know what this means and she's like be funny so I mocked her and I, and I, I pretended to be uh, Urkel for for about oh, for about 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 a good five oh, minutes man. and I was like this is this feels this feels right yeah. but it also feels like you shouldn't do this to a child you know <laughs> like, a lot of 
Like, why the fuck would you do this? Uh, and, and my guy, the person that like it really brought comedy to to my eyes, because yeah. I didn't think about comedy until somebody said, "Hey, you should probably be on stage doing comedy." I was like, "Man, what the fuck are you talking about?" Right. And when I saw Dane Cook, Dane yeah. Cook was was my catalyst. Like, oh, yeah. Man. So be being the way I'm descriptive and how I like to describe things yes. and the act outs that that is purely because of Dane Cook, just because he, me seeing him. Dane Cook, well, I love Dane Cook. He really started the wave we're on now. Yeah. yeah. He start well, Andrew Dice Clay was kinda like a uh-huh. peaking uh-huh. to that. But didn't have the he, he didn't have the resources he like that. He didn't Dan have did. the resources, yeah. but he he had the cult following from out of nowhere. Yeah. It was really beautiful to see that. You know, once I discovered comedy, I was discovering it. Right. You know, and right. Dane Cook, he had that he had that thing. He was that social media. He was that I'm gonna pull a fan base out of thin air. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. He mm-hmm. did. He was he was he still is. Like yeah. I, I I love Dane Cook. But man, yes, yes, that's where that's where that's where it started with Martin Lawrence, and watching that, and then I knew I knew I wanted to do comedy. I just didn't know what form I was gonna do it. Mm. I didn't know if I was gonna just be a funny actress yeah. or if I was gonna do stand up. But I knew I loved to see people faces yeah. after I done something. Right. You know, I right. just knew the reactions. I, yeah, I just knew I loved that. So my theater teacher. In high school, I remember auditioning for a theater as a freshman. And when I went to look at the board to see if I made, to see if I even made it, right? Mm-hmm. The junior goes, oh, Keisha, I didn't, I didn't see you on JV. You, di- you didn't make it. I said, oh, man. Yeah. Well, let me just check the varsity one just, just because. Yeah. And my name was on there. Oh. I was like, oh, hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> this is meant to be. <laughs> she didn't. She she just looked on JV. She didn't look on both sides. She, she just knew I wasn't in there. But my theater teacher, he introduced. I had never watched Saturday Night Live before. I only yeah. knew in Living Color. Right. I didn't know nothing about Saturday Night Live until I got to high school and I graduated in '99. But I. When I got to high school, he showed me Will Ferrell and, dang, Molly Shannon mm-hmm. doing the Spartans. Yeah. And I was the like, I want to be on that show. Yeah. 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 He said, you can do this. I said, I can do that. I can do cool. <laughs> And so then when I graduated, there was an audition for a play and another comedian. She was a, the lead in the play. And there was downtime. And I was just being myself. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're funny. You should come to my open mic. Mm. I said, I'll just come watch and see how it is. I'm 18. Yeah. And she goes, she 2002, this is 99. We'll, we'll, we'll say yeah. it. Yeah, I'll get to it. And she goes, you should come to my open mic. And I'm like, I'm going to just go watch. And so I'm sitting at the bar. They go, you want a drink? And I said, yeah. <laughs> I had never had an alcoholic beverage in my really? life. Really? <laughs> this is my first alcoholic beverage, my first time going to a comedy show. I had a Maduri Sour. Um, right. <laughs> I said, give me something sweet and colorful. And so, and she couldn't remember my name. She says, oh, this baby is funny. We about to bring, y'all clap for a little bit. Little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And I'm looking around like, who is that? <laughs> She said, you. Oh, no. And I did comedy from uh, when I was, well, I was 19. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. I was 19, December of 99 to February of 2000. And then I stopped. 
And I came back because Jennifer Germany, another comedian here in Houston, she called me to come back and I ain't, I never left. Never left. I never left. Come on. And so that's where, and I just was like, oh my God. And so once I got into it in 2002 in July, hey, this is my anniversary month. Yeah. This is my Hello. Time. Come and, on. And then July. <laughs> Doing big things. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did, I met Blame the Comic. He started the same day I did mm-hmm. in 2002. And we just was rocking and rolling. We started doing festivals like in a couple of Shout months. Shout out to Blame as well. That Shout name, out y'all, to man. Y'all a killer fucking duo. Oh my god! Just, just your whole little the camp that you that you that you weave yourself around. The old people. Oh. <laughs> man, man, Blame and I used to. We would carpool like one week because we did not miss a mic. Mm-hmm. We didn't care where it was at, what side of town it was on, if it was in another city. We didn't care. We was at every single mic there was, and we was just going to touch it. And so we would carpool. One week he would drive, next week I would drive, you know, back yeah. and forth. And so, but by September, we were at the Las Vegas Comedy Festival, which turned into the HBO Comedy Festival. Cool. I won that, uh, the new faces in that. That's why I met Lil Rail and Hannibal Burris yeah. and a whole bunch of other people. And I was just like, I think I'm supposed to do this. Mm. And it's been on and popping ever since. We've uh, Hannibal actually came down to our mic one time that we had down in New Orleans. We, uh, I was in a mic called the Spontaneous Show with me and my homies, Young Funny. Uh, yeah. And he came down one time, and that was the first time I've actually got to do comedy poetry in, in front of somebody with a with a name behind him. Yeah. <laughs> and like it was it was cool because like to see his face when I did it, like because it's it's different to people and be you know he's like a. The fuck? Hey, man, that was, That's that was pretty cool. That's He's doing music now. Yeah. yeah. So, the, you know, you probably inspired him. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you probably... That's you, very inspirational over here. Yeah, <laughs> you probably inspired yeah. Hannibal to do... Uh, I remember when I first met him at the Las Vegas Comedy Festival, yeah. Blaine was like, man, you ain't gonna believe this. Mm-hmm. It's a nigga in here named Hannibal. I said, <laughs> oh, you kids. And I said, this is real name? He said, yeah, we couldn't wait to meet him because of his name. We yeah. just had never met nobody. We nobody only knew that name Hannibal, from the movie. From the movie, yeah. And so when I met him, I'm like, oh, he's funny. Like, he's yeah. really funny. He was in the same contest as me, the same round as me. But I was like, man. No, he was in the same round. Uh, they did the college. At the time, we were young. Mm-hmm. So they had us separated by mainstream, urban, college mm. i did the mainstream i was like i'm not urban or i'm not college i want to go where the big people at right <laughs> well, who, where the stars be which one of the main stars this the main stage i want to do the main stage yeah that's my mind was focused on that and so i won the new faces category and then i got to come back next year which wasn't the same i got no. booed <laughs> oh no I don't know, if, I don't know if you know tommy drake but tommy drake was there and he still remembers that i'm like you need to forget that <laughs> you need to forget that why did it get booed it felt like that to me <sighs> it felt like they were laughing but i was like i wasn't used to that yeah and so it felt like you know i uh i i remember i, was, I tell this story all the time but i remember the first time i got booed like it don't happen often <laughs> And, and you know I can I can relish in this. I, actually, this is probably the only time it did really happen. But uh, I, I had a friend, and you know I fucking hate this guy still. He's he's a good <laughs> friend though. He's a good friend. I'm on, I'm his only friend still to this day. I would assume. But uh, he had a show at Dillard. 
Motherfucker got a mouthpiece on him. Dilla University. Yeah, I don't understand how he be doing. I don't understand how he gets these shows on, but I understand the motherfucker got a mouthpiece on him. He can talk yeah. his way into anything. And I mean anything. I'm like, all right, yeah. you a sly ass nigga. But once he does that, he drops the ball and fucks it up. Man. And so I'm like, all right, I'm with it. He was like, hey, son, I'm gonna have you on the show, son. We got like 500 Dilla students. I'm like, Dilla students, nigga. I'm like, I'm like in my 20s. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> I'm in my late 20s, bitch. How old are they? 19, 18 and 19. Like, yeah, man, 500. We gonna kill it I'm like alright oh, I mean, He bring me in there That's when I meet Shawty for the first time Remember What my name is Shawty He still yeah. popping Yeah mm. Yeah I met him for the first time yeah. And he called me Lil Duval Cause I had the weed And he was like Oh, oh nigga You Duval Nigga I got a weed at I was like I got it He was like Oh nigga Lil Duval over here Nigga you look like Lil Duval I'm right calling you Duval I'm like alright cool And then so You know I went to go Smoke with that nigga And we watched his videos In the back And I was just like No son yeah. Like, I, I don't want I don't I want to meet you like this. this not, nigga, don't show me these fucking videos. And, and, and it's one thing to show a motherfucker a video, like a clip of a video. Yes. Nigga, he's showing me five minute videos. I'm gonna watch the whole thing of himself. Oh hell no. Nah. Five minute videos. Hell no. Nah. I, I can't watch Shorty. Like I'm, nah. You. you well, my name is. You was there on tip drill, my nigga. What we doing, son? <laughs> like, can I meet you between holidays? Like, nigga, this is you, butterface, nigga, butterhead, nigga. What are we doing? Like, talk about that shit. Like, I don't want to see these corny ass videos. That there was, there was, it dead ass. It was some just regular, real corny videos oh, that he was shit. trying to show me. It was supposed to be silly, but it was, was in the beginning. Thing. Yeah, it was the beginning of the silly days on the internet, and I'm like, I can't do it, shorty. But whatever, and. I get up on stage and I go to do my thing and motherfucker brings me in and uh he was a terrible host. So uh he <laughs> brought me up. Boy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was hosting a show, he brought me up to a terrible, a terrible intro. I was like, nigga, I can't do shit about this. <laughs> and as soon as I got on stage I talked and yeah. you know, I don't sound like normal black people and normal yes. black people in New Orleans don't care for that at all. Oh my god. So, you know, I got up on stage and I adjusted the mic and I got him on my side until yeah. I started talking. And they was like, <laughs> Oh, oh nigga, we didn't expect this. Yeah. Nigga, how did you get in this black boy's body? Like we <laughs> like, who exactly. left you who exactly. left you in the sun for too long little oh white God. boy <laughs> we can't, we I tried to relate to him nigga they booed me in the first two minutes man please hit me to New Orleans I'll be in New Orleans in a couple of well next oh, week oh. next week no, uh, yeah, oh, you, okay. you good okay. like the, the scene now is great okay. you are just you are fine go down there and do Keisha right be on. that person I can't like, you gonna kill it everybody is prepared for like this the, everybody's prepared for fun down okay. there like they it, it's it's been cultivated and it's squeezed enough and yeah. ingrained in that city to where like this is what it's gonna be now certain places okay. certain places i will not attend just for the fact that like fuck them but right okay kill it you know yes. still get yes. it don't worry about the don't worry about the history of it because okay. you probably won't find that out from me but <laughs> <laughs> There's some bullshit down there, right on. Uh, and it's always fun to have a scandal in your city. Right you know, <laughs> scandals are good. That's it. why the show lasted so long. I love <laughs> it. They should have shot like, it in New Orleans. They should have. You see what Tremaine did? Goddamn it! Everybody loves Tremaine. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fun it's a fun. See, you ever been there? I've been so so. The last time I've been to New Orleans. Was I want to say, two thousand and five? Ooh, 
That's when Katrina hit. Oh, I was. You then. ain't been since two thousand five. I haven't been since two thousand five. Oh. And so, cause Katrina hit, like we were there. Katrina hit in August of two thousand five, right? Yeah. We were there filming a comic view with Cheryl Underwood Whoa. in July. And it was really murky. The skies yeah. were really dark. We was like, some go. It was at the end of July. Yeah. And so he's like, man, we got to get up out of here. But oh. I, they was like, Keisha, you gonna be on? We had to get our own rooms and things like that. I had got me like a a hotel, well, a motel at a Days Inn in Iberville. And so nobody told me where I was at or anything like that. I didn't think Iberville was. I didn't know nothing about. It. Nobody bothered me. Yeah. I was good. Yeah. But it was like eight of us in the room. So. Wow, <laughs> you were like on the forefront of some, like comic. That was when Comic View was being shot. So yes. Yeah, I was a big Comic View advocate. I love Cheryl Underwood. Comic View. That's the year she. I, yeah, I think that was two thousand five, and I think that was technically the very last the, yeah, season until they yeah. brought it back with Kevin Hart and some more. Right, because right before that was like Arnaz J. Man, what? before that though. Like, if we go back before Cheryl Underwood, like, when Ricky Smiley yeah. hosted, do you know who Montana Taylor is? No. She was a host of Comic View mm-hmm. before there was some more and mm. before there was a, a Dale Givens, you know, those lady comics. That was yeah. Montana Taylor who who can't, he coined a phrase, coochie coupon. Coochie coupon. Go, go, go. Like hamburger. Like, Come yes. on. Let's get it. So when you said hamburger, <laughs> it took me back to 2006. Yeah. Where we were backstage. Uh, I think it was BT Kingsley uh, and this other comedian named Keith Manning, who is phenomenal with his pen. Get your Googles ready, goddammit. Right on, yeah. And I so, love it. This is some history stuff. I love it. And so there were, at the time when you said hamburger, that was also Shucky yeah. Ducky. Shucky Ducky quack quack, goddammit. I accidentally say that when I hit my finger at work. I'm like, ah. Shucky Ducky quack quack. So we're back. <laughs> and he is doing his thing still. He is still a touring comic. Yeah, and so yeah. we're backstage. And again, there, Jamie Foxx had presented, had created this beautiful comedy festival for black people or, yeah. or you know, black indigenous people of color you know and so anybody but i mean white people would still do it if they were early. right but it was like it was, the gary owens legit right but it was basically geared for you know we didn't have that many opportunities so it was laugh-a-palooza yeah it was so we are back we sneak backstage at the filming you about that sneaking i'm, hey, I'm getting it there and so one of the producers walked past hamburger and go shucky ducky <laughs> He's like, no, I'm hamburger. (laughs) She says, it's all the same. It's all the same. I was like, hmm, I'm no longer a little bit. You went by a little bit? I went by a little bit because I thought, I didn't know. So when she called me to the stage, it's a little bit. I never told, and I never, like when I ended my set, I said, a little bit. And I just said, okay. You're like a little Asian character. You would throw up the peace sign and everything. I did. I did. <laughs> I, the, the, the first joke I did was one of the jokes I still do with the little peace sign. I did. I was, I was that kid. I didn't know. I, I didn't, I didn't, when I say I did, I was peace sign and I brought props on stage. Because Uncle Johnny has always been a character of mine that I do since day oh, that one. That is that is fun to but hear. 
when I first did them, I brought, actually brought a bottle of Hennessy. Yeah. I had some new ports in my pocket. I had a hat on my head. They was like, you don't need all of that. Des yeah. White and uh, Dave Lawson was like, just use your imagination. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I put the props down. But I started, I was just acting. I didn't know. Like, I didn't even, I took some of my old raps and was like, I need material. So I would take raps I wrote of, like, I had, I would, I loved Whitney Houston. So I yeah. took a lot of her songs and I was like, I smoke weed a lot. So I'm going to just take her, you know, that's what rappers was yeah, doing. Yeah. You got the stuff that I want. You got the stuff that I need. You take that swisher down the middle and baby feel it with weed. Like I was, <laughs> I was doing, I was doing, Hell I yeah. want to get high with somebody. <laughs> smoke some weed so that was a rap song i had but i was like i wonder if it'll be funny as yeah. a joke and so i took that and i was like what if whitney houston you know i just said it yeah made an album totally talking about weed but she used the same songs and, <sighs> and that was that was the next joke i had so i had two i, I, yeah. I had two jokes yeah i had the uncle johnny and if Whitney Houston changed the music to weed songs, I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know. I think we, I think you got to grasp on it now. I'm pretty sure you do. Like just the way you host a show where there's only like sometimes maybe five people in there yeah, and everybody man. in there is keeled over, either falling out the chair or probably crying. That. Oh my God. Like, I've seen you do uh, it. I've seen you work through it, crowds. Uh, it's, I've it, seen you do it. I, I finally, it, I, I'm finally being Especially able to, the to get myself. Yeah, oh man. I've seen you come up and like have to like bring the people all the way from yeah. a, a dead, tired situation. Yeah, yeah. And leave with applause roaring out of their hands and yells. I'm like, yeah. oh, he went to work tonight. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. Like it, yeah. it feels like I'm back at home. Like that's what we used to do back in the ones in the trench. And yeah. it's funny because like I remember there was something that I I, I got rid of. <laughs> yeah, in the fucking trenches. Oh I remember that I, I I got rid of like I used to like the cute thing because I am small. I, mm-hmm. I do play on it a lot. Uh, and so a lot of people, when they do adjust the mic, they still don't adjust it right. We enough. Do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like, okay. I, I feel that as a gimme, like, ooh, this is going to get the crowd on my side regardless. That's right. I've learned that from getting booed at the fucking Dillard show. Like when right. I brought down the mic and everybody was like, oh, you know, they right. felt like I got booed in, in the first two minutes and I was up there for 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when they booed me, they booed me from the corner and it came down like, it came down like a wave real quick and hit me like a hadoop and everybody <laughs> felt bad for, for a minute so they booed me and then instead some of, instead of a, a sports wave no, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah so that became <laughs> like a male. I'm like oh you motherfuckers are rude yo <laughs> <laughs> Like they felt so bad for me. They felt so bad for me. One chick from the back came like, don't boo that man and started a slow clap. I'm like, hell no. I can't have both in the same night. Nah, I don't appreciate this. Let me revel in my booze right now, you know? Terrible. So so they gave you instead of you know how in the sports they do the wave? Yeah. They did a boo like that. They did a boo like that. Oh. It started from the corner, and then it fucking worked its way down. And then a bad bitch started the slow clap. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't boo that man. Don't boo that man. You got up. I seen her. It was so many people. She was the only person that got up, and she was in the corner. She was like, "Don't boo that man." Oh my god. 
<laughs> like she was a paid actor or some shit. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> wait. If you don't do the visual for this, I mean, from what you just said, you, you gotta do a visual. This needs, a, this needs. You know how they do the laugh tracks? Yeah. You need, oh yeah, I was just looking at one of just, those. You you need to make that a visual. Yeah. Oh my god, I never thought about the it like that. that. It, oh, it was it was so and it was like and that wasn't the end of it. Like that was I was just getting started, and I was up there. He was posting. He was like he's like man, I'm gonna give you seven minutes. I I was up there for ten. I was like, nigga, he came in there. He's like, hey man, oh what? What I was fighting? I was fighting the entire time. He was like, hey man, what's going on? I was like, bitch, you was best supposed to come get me. Like nigga, what happened? He was like, you was doing good, nigga. You didn't use that. I was like, they pulled me. He was like, what? Nah, man, he was killing it. I was like, so you didn't see none of that? Man, that what He's like, you understand? Dog. Dog felt so bad. I was like, nigga, no. Never again. Never again will I trust you. So oh, you always man. put me in stupid situations like this. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah. That was too funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned my lesson, so now I learn to play on that. And like, whenever yeah. I drop that mic yeah. down, people are on my side, and they're like, "Oh, okay." And I used to when I first used to start, and that's what they fucking start. That's why. That's why they got mad at me because I was. I used to go, "Ha ha, hi, I got it," and then I would start my set, and then I realized, nigga, you can't do that no more. Oh so my you're God. a grown man on stage doing some real. Real, real challenge. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to be portrayed as a little, little boy. Right. So, like, eventually, as I get older, it's going to have to stop at some point. Like, I do like pussy. Like, don't, right. don't, don't deprive yourself of That's what you right. like. I'm like, oh, okay. That's All right. right. Yeah, just normalize yourself. Just, nigga, we know you're small. Just, you don't have to come up there and be like, oh, hi. And then, you know, you ain't Mickey right. Mouse. You ain't about right. to get. So, I'm like, oh. Okay, so I, I just, I eventually just faded out. Right. And, you know, certain things that I do not like. I leave the mic on the stand. Now, okay. I used to take it yeah. off. I used to practice taking it off and then walking around and doing, you yeah. know, being being Dane, basically. Yes. Yes. Like, Dane would be, but yeah. after seeing Kevin Hart do that shit to where he just stand there and it's like, Nigga, you took me everywhere. Remember, and he you used to drag moved. the mic with him, though? Yeah. The whole stand. The whole stand. He used to do that. That's crazy. And I was like, you didn't even take it. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. New things that I pick up that I realized that I didn't have to. Right because on. I always thought it was etiquette to move the mic. Like, you always right. see. Like, you see newcomers, they'll fucking take the mic out the stand because they feel they need to take the mic out the stand. But then they leave the stand in front of them. And right. then they stand right there. And right. it's like, oh, baby, you knew. You don't, right. you don't know better. Like, you're being blocked. by, yes. the, by the Move that thing to the back. And then they start to learn. And then you see them move that bitch way to the back. And it's like, yeah, oh, <laughs> just move to the side. Just right. You don't need to go all the way to the back back. I do that. I, it depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes it's right there. Sometimes I walk it to the back of yeah, the stage. But you a host though. You okay, you yeah. you, are, you yeah. understand the dynamic of what, right, what it is. Right, like I don't right. want this thing around me right now. I'm right. just hand this up right. to me. Because yeah. I'm about to get crazy oh and I don't want to hit this bitch. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Man, you said something. There are things like because I, I, I did that too, and that was my first time doing that. Was when I was on a contest, mm -hmm. and Leon Rogers just left the mic stand up, and I was like, oh man. Way up. Yeah, he it yeah. was like it was way up there. But luckily it had the button where you could slide it down. Oh, the easy button. But I didn't say anything, I just looked at him. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I just gave him the line. He was trying to come back, and I just shook nah, my hand. Don't nah, come back. don't come don't back. Come back. Let me do with this. Let me deal with this. Yes. And so, because it got <laughs> such a reaction, yes. I kept it. And so, I was like, okay. I want, but I won't ask them to leave it up. No. If they do, it has it, to be organic. Yes. Yep. And so, when I, I did it on another show, and he was like, I'm going to come back. I said, mm mm. <laughs> because you meant to do that. Yes. That was your natural thing. Like, you don't, you're not around short people. Right. And it just became that, you know? And yeah. then I remember working with this guy named Ken, and he was my height. And after we would leave Academy, we would go to the open mics. Yeah. And he was like, I want to go see, because he rapped. And he was like, maybe they'll let me up to rap. I'm like, okay, cool. And one of the other comedians named Calvin said, Keisha was a little bitty ass nigga. You got him picked that grown man up. And I was like, that is funny. <laughs> and it became a bit yeah. where I, would, I took him out and I put me in. And I was like, don't pick me up. I'm grown. You know, and I, that was just some new material. So I didn't mm -hmm. know how to necessarily write material things had to happen yes. in my face yes and so that's that's when uh things had to happen in my face for me to go okay i need i'm gonna do that that's that's I'm gonna do that. that's exactly how i write because i don't well i have an imagination for coming up with things but things have to happen first yeah. and then i can run on a tangent from there like i have this bit that i don't really do as I don't do any more just because in my head, like, things keep coming. So yeah. it's just like, oh, I got to move on to the next one. But I had this bit to where I punch a seagull on top of the head. The premise is, you know what I mean? Yeah, the premise right. <laughs> but it all stems from me getting new glasses prescription. <laughs> <laughs> the whole commercial. Yeah. The whole commercial. Yeah. It seems like it should be, but uh, I, right. I, I, I like I, I get a new <laughs> prescription and it's like, oh, well, I get to see good things and now, OK. And so if you <laughs> and I go out to the beach and I like to see the ass at the beach, so, so <laughs> you know, a good prescription, I get to see this ass in HD instead of 720, you, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is one of my bits okay, before. So. <laughs> this is me just explaining it in general, though. Oh, <laughs> this is a general purpose. Right, how like, yeah. Material. Right. So like, I got lost. See, I got lost. That's how you know. <laughs> exactly. So I like I I go to the beach and this is what I like to look at. And I also <laughs> noticed that seagulls like fucking they're like Cheetos. So I'm like, I right. you know. <laughs> at one point, nigga, seagull almost knocked off my glasses. <laughs> like, cause there's so many at the beach. And like it, it like I well my glasses almost fell because I got hit by a frisbee. And seagulls they they have this laugh at them. They have this laugh that they have to where it's just like they they seem like a menacing laugh. It's like fuck you seagull. Why you laughing at me? Right. You know, like this, this, this fucking frisbee knocked off my glasses. Like fuck you. You know what? You know how you, know how, you how you don't right. punch a, a fucking seagull. Right. Then, I, then I tell people, I explain it. I say you take a Cheeto and you stick that bitch in the air. Like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> and you tell that bitch and you, you gaze that bitch and it comes and it fucking and it comes and as it comes, you oh fucking. <laughs> I say you come down with the left hand and you got like the the, the right hand adjusted or whatnot. You know, I give a, a whole bunch of exaggerations of where my fucking hand is coming from and I say you arch that bitch like Gal from Street Fighter and you doom Joan don't check the fuck out this seagull don't oh laugh at me that frisbee almost oh knocked my, my glasses off did you punch the seagull oh yeah fuck what yeah what happened after <laughs> <laughs> nothing that bitch flaps away just <laughs>
Yeah, that bitch knows not to laugh at me. This, this is how you know. I mean, I've never heard a comedian do a joke about punching a seagull. Yeah. If you're very I outlandish. ever hear that, <laughs> mm -mm, they definitely, yeah. you stole that specifically you from stole. one person. Now, if another, now, if, now, if it goes past, because it's so intimate right now. Yeah. I don't even know. I'd be like, it hit it. Right. And then the Cheetos went flying in the Oh, wait, wait. First the Frisbee came. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't do it. Man. Yeah. But when I hear that bit, yeah. all I got to hear is punch a seagull. That ain't yours. <laughs> they could have punched a seagull. I'm an old school comic immediately. If you say love, oh, you still <laughs> Because who talking about love on stage, bitch? Hey, there. Man, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome to hear that. Like, just, you, just, there are other comedians. Like, me and Blame get into it all the time. Yeah. That's my brother. Yeah. And so I was telling him the story about my dad. My, he, he's, he was alive at the time. Uh -huh. And so I think Hurricane, one of them hurricanes came, uh, Harvey. Mm. Okay, so Harvey came through. So they was giving out the food stamps. My daddy was like, "Shit, <laughs> <laughs> they giving away. They ain't checking that. nothing." Yeah, I'm <laughs> on that. He said, "They ain't checking nothing." I hear they giving away like a thousand dollars per person. It's me and you in the house. That's two thousand. You can sell fifteen. <laughs> Cause we don't, you don't eat that much shit. I'm about to die shit. So, so we good. We good about three months on that five. <laughs> we get to we get to the the community center. Oh shit! I almost couldn't swallow. <laughs> and the line is down the street, around the corner. Yeah. And my dad goes, "Nah, we not waiting in this line." What you mean? That's what I said. I said, "What you mean?" He said, uh, <sighs> "He started breathing extremely oh, no. heavy." Oh, no. He said, pull, "Pull up to the front. Pull, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up." He said, "Who, ma'am, ma'am? I got to turn my oxygen on." He gets out of the truck, and it takes him quite a bit. He was a big man. He get out of the truck. He said, "Can you hand me, hand me the oxygen cord? I can't, I can't breathe." Ooh, we got to, ma'am. I just came up here to ask you a question. I know the line down the street around the corner, but I came up here just to ask you a question. Cause y'all not back there, <laughs> and, and, and I'm on oxygen. And and and, whew, and ma'am, I want to know if I could get some uh, what I gotta do to get these food stamps? I'm about to die with this oxygen. By the time I get to the back, I'm gonna be out. <laughs> he hop up out the truck. He as soon as he she say, "Well, sir, I can help you right now." She oh. felt really bad for my father because he kept grabbing his chest yeah. and he was breathing heavy, and she filled him. He said, "I got, I got my daughter. She helps me. She helps me out. She needs her own food stamps, though." Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Yes, I do." <laughs> Y'all out about weight. Man, my dad said, Come on, let's go. We good. <laughs> we good. <laughs> he was back breathing fine. He was moving fast. I was like, What the hell? I said, Oxygen is your cheat card, your credit card. Oh, but shit. the reason why I'm telling that is because blame debates me all the time. He said, You told me that story so I could tell it. I said, Wait, not. what? <laughs> so he said, You told uh, me that no. story so I could tell it as a joke. I'm yeah, like, You gotta you say your friend Keisha. Told yeah. Me, but that's not what you that's do. Not what <laughs> So we dang that had a whole he does so oh, no. our friend
Freeman. I'm gonna give you some juicy juice. I'm gonna give you some juicy juice. <laughs> so Al Freeman, shout out to Al Freeman. Look, Al Freeman, he had to speak easy at a restaurant called Phil and Derek's. But anyway, he had to, you know, to speak easy. And he books me and blame on the show, just us being that nostalgic thing. They yeah. used to be best friends. I'm like, we're still best friends. I just mad at him right now. <laughs> and so That's still right, man. But he's so comfortable with me. <laughs> and I call him all the I ain't no telling how many other stories of mine I done told him that is his golden material. <laughs> People be like, you heard Blame joke about the old man with the oxygen. I said, what? <laughs> what is he talking about my daddy? So to make him feel better, I be like, and my daddy did now. And now my daddy did. And I can't even talk about the memories we had because that's your material now. <laughs> I ain't, listen, I ain't got to do the joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not. It's, it's not. real life, my nigga. <laughs> I'm telling a true story. <laughs> it just so happened to be funny. But I told him he has a funny bit. He had he, he was telling oh, me a true hurts. story that about okay. So he had he said this crackhead comes in his backyard. <laughs> now this this is how he says he told it to me right. He says the crackhead come in his backyard and steals a bicycle. And blame go, man, where you going with my bike? And he flicks a lighter at him, like move, bitch, move. I'm taking this bike and took off with the bike. <laughs> So, but I heard Blaine tell me a crackhead goes into his backyard and steals his boat. Because <laughs> crackheads will steal anything. This is in my mind. Like, his story, he says, bike. Yeah. But I could have sworn he said, boat. And the, and the crackhead was dragging the boat over his shoulder, out of his yard. And he said, nigga, where you going with my boat? And the crackhead had a pen. Tell me, this pen ain't nothing but dynamite. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> blow your ass up if you don't get out of my way. I said, and so when I told the when I would tell Blame, I'm like, Blame got this funny joke, and it, and he and he talked about this. I said he need to do it on stage. And Blame goes, no, it's a bike. I said, man, the boat. <laughs> the boat sounds better. <laughs> the boat sounds. <laughs> I said, it's so ridiculous. Crackheads steal bikes all the time. Yeah. But if you are a crackhead, you stealing. You stealing. And you a definitely boat, stealing. I'm getting that boat. And crackheads steal engines, nigga, batteries, <laughs> Battery carburetors, nigga. Crackheads will steal anything. Anything. I found, and listen, crackheads taking it. Yeah. Smash cans on the ground and stay shit. That's money yeah, right there. That's definitely money. You see them with whole baskets. Whole Man. baskets of cans just crushed. Can't wait to go turn them in. For I, I'm doing electrical. And, you know, I grew up in New Orleans doing electrical. So, then there's crackheads everywhere. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then, then as soon as you throw out some copper in the in the trash can, like people, you know, we don't really want the copper, but copper is money. Yeah. Motherfucker. As soon as we throw out some copper, nigga, they the first crackhead that know where the spot's at, where we do construction yeah. at. Nigga, he in there early in the morning. Know what that and is. The, the, I didn't know. I didn't know what copper was. I knew. I was like, man, why he got all that wire? Yeah. My dad said, shit, he been made some money. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. All it, I knew it, was the cans. But, but, I mean, you well, you're making more than the cans with this. But sometimes yeah. it's, it's little bitty now. wire. Sometimes yeah. it's little bitty shit. Sometimes it's big shit that you know give you a little chunk of change, and you can go ahead and feed yourself with the rocks if you need to. <laughs> but that shit, but they they used to come out in little bitty wire, and they just sit down there. One dude would come out and sit down there and take all that wire out there, and he'd sit in front of that dumpster yeah. and just start stripping that bitch with a razor blade. And it's like, oh, nigga, we look at him and it's like, nigga, that's difficult. 
Yes. You, that's all he got is a razor blade. Now we use tools that can help you strip that a lot faster yep. and a lot better. But nigga, he been doing that for a long time, and you see him flap, <laughs> flap, flap, and it's like nigga, I don't understand. It. And his Crank. fingers just ooh, the just all, all just all like bitch. You've been dealing with glass pipes for a long time. That's ooh, goodness gracious. And he, everybody that come down, he. What's that in the morning? All right. <laughs> right back to it. But you see what I'm doing, making my money, and we're nobody bothering because you don't want to get beat up by a crackhead okay, down you, in New Orleans. You from the trenches. <laughs> yes. So has anybody ever put a gun to you? Just like, not like maybe the corner store man, the man on uh, the corner store. No, not me. But I've had friends <laughs> that have actually uh, <laughs> have had guns pulled on them. I've had friends been shot at. Uh, I've also had friends that have pulled guns on other people. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's always something I have been shot at in the vicinity oh, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was at a a, a, um, a brother's, and mm-hmm. usually it's uh, brothers or gas stations down there. They okay. ran by the Arabs. I know what the brothers are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They usually sell the uh, brothers. They chicken. usually got yes, exactly. Brothers chicken and it's a good. meat pie. Now, I love me some meat pies. I never was a fan <laughs> of meat pie until a friend told me about meat pies. I used to always think like meat pies. Was, I was like, I don't get it. Like, nah, I thought it was the people that the, the things that the Muslim people sold. Right. But those are bean pies. That's a difference. So a beef and, patty. Yeah, yeah. So I these meat pies that the, that the day Rabs got. Yeah. Them is rolling. If you yeah. get your meat pie when you go down to New Orleans, get your meat pie. Yeah. You ain't been down since two thousand five. I have. Get, get your meat pie. Go okay. to brothers. Get you gonna see they always I open. Had the brothers chicken. Oh okay, okay. I've had the brothers. Twenty four hours. Yeah, they always open. They always it's, open. It's dangerous all around in there. Yeah. yeah, it's weird that they stay open twenty. But they a raps. They don't give a fuck. All of them. Money, are, money. All of them are holding. All of them. All of them got pistols, but big guns. Okay, they, yeah. they don't play around <laughs> at all. Yeah, but <laughs> but you go ahead and get your shit. I I went to this gas station. All That's I wanted was uh, eleven dollars worth of gas and, and and two meat pies. Yeah. And I got that. I got. I went to go pump my gas. And I was like, I got my, I got my two meat pies, my eleven dollars worth of gas, and apparently these these niggas was mad at each other. Oh my god! You know, so like I'm parked right here, okay? My yeah. pump is right here, and nigga right across from me because I wanted easy access. Right yeah. across from me is the door, so I'm like, all right, all I gotta walk is this way because I don't feel like walking from pumps all the way, you know, to right, the door. Right. So I'm like, cool. And they had this nigga that was coming out as I was pumping gas. Nigga was coming out the door, and they had this other nigga that was coming in the door, and they don't like each other apparently right. so, oh, <laughs> you know and they have beef and nigga was like oh nigga fuck you oh nigga fuck you mm-hmm. and then right here right yeah. here that's where you at pop pop no no this is where they're at this oh. is how they meet this one comes out the door this one fucking comes because he was parked over here oh, in his shit. truck yeah he pops out and they come and they meet each other right here and, and it was like oh nigga they started shooting immediately oh, it was like man fuck you nigga fuck you pop 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 they missed everybody they missed each other. They missed the niggas they was aiming at. Nigga, one nigga was in the truck. He got out. He started shooting. I'm over here still pumping gas. I'm like, yo. I'm like, bitch, y'all missing like a motherfucker. Oh, my God. I bitch. took my whole head set off. I'm like, what the fuck we doing? You have written three movies. Oh. Scary oh movies. Scared. The Lord is with me oh. at all times. He he is watching me. He got a curtain. He was like, "Hey, you want to see some dumb shit?" I'm like, "Yes, Lord." <laughs> Nick, nigga dropped the safety curtain. Real shit. It was like, "Look at these niggas." Do you talk and, about this on stage? No, I haven't talked I about saying, this. I don't this think is I this, <laughs> this is just real life that happens. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the fact that you was like, "I gotta get my 11 <laughs> Yeah. No, I gotta get to where I'm going. <laughs> 
<laughs> fuck what you talk about. That's why it was only 11. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get him in there So you know I duck well, down behind the car But I still keep the pump going I'm like Oh shit <laughs> He ducked out And these niggas is shooting Man. Like nigga And they missing everybody I'm like They were right here Right here He let off three face of them Face to face Face to face He let off three He let off two Like break pop, pop pop They missed everybody I'm like yo And then And then as soon as he missed His gun jam Like this, after oh, he shot his shit. two His yeah. gun jam And then that's when the homie Get out the truck uh-uh, And I'm he out. start dumping Pop pop This nigga Boom He been took off He yeah. shot three He been took off He down He down the way And the nigga that got out the truck He started shooting Pop 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 but dude gone already mm-hmm. And then that uh, other dude Fucking Oh fuck my gun stuff mm-hmm. He hop back in the truck And he take off And then you see the A-Rab Come out with a huge gun And it's oh. like Oh <laughs> these, these A-Rabs don't play Yeah Oh my god <laughs> I, I hang up the pump I'm like Alright nigga <laughs> You we just good. saw I had a, a two Beat me back <laughs> Yeah that's it That's oh it Oh my god Nigga I'm looking around I'm like Y'all didn't see me Alright no witnesses Alright thanks for the gas Meat pies Let's get the fuck out of here And then I made a video about it And I was like Oh yeah. That's the first time I ever made a video About something that happened Like right. just right there And I was like Oh nigga You could have been Suspect on the news if, You know Shit would have really Popped off Popped off But yeah It was right there Man <laughs> Just a gunfight It's a whole nother Generation of <laughs> Presenting comedy too man Yeah Like when that first When that When that tide first turned When we saw I don't know Who was the first But I know it was uh, dang, what was the name of that uh? It came and went Vine. Vine. Spoken reasons. The evolution, the evolution of what the internet did Man. to how that Instagram and now TikTok. Basically, yeah. TikTok has taken everything that was very popular that made people success yeah. and merged it all into one. And Instagram, they all have taken the things that made people success and merged it all into one. And basically, that's what it. That's yeah. what TikTok is an amalgamation of all that. Like shit. even from MySpace. Yes. Because MySpace, yeah. you could post. We're still doing the same things we were doing on MySpace. Yeah. You could post a picture with music. Yeah. We're still doing the same yeah. thing. Or you can go to, I could go to your page, and as soon as I click on your page, it's music playing. It's a right. website. Right. So when my, when we picked up on that, we started using it as, because the clubs will go, if you don't have a website, what does your MySpace look like? Mm. And so that was, to me, the first, because I didn't need to take a, like, when I first started, Maybe the first year, like 2002, was when I would say that was the only time and the last time I had a hard copy resume. I had to go print a picture. Really? I had to make a copy of a VHS. Really? And to take it to, they went, that was a press kit. So, yeah. So my picture, <laughs> a printed out bio, a printed out resume, and a copy of my set dubbed onto another VHS. Oh, shit. And so I had to take it in a manila folder and take Whoa. it in. And then he was like, you got a MySpace? And I was like, what's that? Monetize. <laughs> and, what's and he, a in my, in my yeah. face, he threw that press kit in the trash. Oh. And that's when I was like, something's happening. Something's <laughs> going on. Something's shifting. And I started, and I learned, like, in the, it took me a minute. MySpace was my thing. That was, I'm over. Yeah. But I yeah. would get. I'm there with you. I don't know about Black Planet. I had a MySpace too. I had a whole rap group. <laughs> right. Yeah. MySpace and Facebook. The beginning of Facebook. The beginning of Facebook. I was. That was my. I knew how to use it. Yeah. I knew how to. I, they was like Keisha. If we see one more post of 
get your ticks. <laughs> Text for ticks. So I, that's what my thing was. They was like, why are you putting your number out there? I was like, I got to stand out. Yeah. So and I, all you would all you would see was on my status was text for ticks and with my number, text for t- I did it every ten minutes. Text for ticks, text for ticks, mm. every ten minutes. So it just became a thing. Yeah, it just became a thing. And so when I was like, man, these people are actually coming to my show from Facebook. Mm. I would only promote on Facebook and then with handheld flyers too. So I would, but I had my Facebook at flyering. the bottom. I was flyering. That's so kind of what I did too. was, yeah, it, to me. I mean, I flyed last year, so I can't, I can't say it's dying, dying. But the nigga that I flyed street with team was is gonna old, always be old as fuck. Street team is gonna always be a thing. It's still, yeah, it's just uh-huh. how they do they it. They still do the New Orleans. Yeah. You always come back to your car with a flyer on that motherfucker. And you're like, yeah, it's gonna make you look at it, whether if you keep it or not. Right, bitch, you saw it. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. But I would get on. But I learned how to. I was using social media along with the old school way. Yeah. So I would get online on In the Mix, and In the Mix would tell you what was popping every day of the week in the city of Houston. And so I would get whatever was popping on Sunday, oh, Monday, so and so been on the hustle. <laughs> so I would go, okay, they be over here on Monday, so I'm going to hit all their cars. But I found out who the promoter was for each night because I found out that if you leave your flyers in the parking lot, you can be fined for that. So oh. I would ask the promoter if I could uh, promote my event that's not, at, not, not nowhere where he hold events at right. or on any of his days. And they'll go, yeah. And so, and then when they would do that, when I would put it on every car, I would go get flyers printed because you can go to Walmart and get like a thousand flyers. It didn't cost much. It didn't cost much at all. Or uh, not Walmart, Walgreens. Yeah. Somewhere, I don't, I don't remember where I went. I just, I would get a lot of them printed. And so once I discovered that, then DJs, they started featuring, they started featuring the DJs on the radio station. So I would listen to the radio to go, and the DJ like DJ GT be like, "I'm downtown tonight." And I'm like, "Okay, I got thirty dollars. I'm finna go tell him to just say I'm in the building." Yeah. And so, yeah. And so I would say, "Can I give you thirty dollars just to say comedian Keisha Hunt is in the building?" Come on. And so they go, "Keisha Hunt, comedian in the building." And that yeah. was it. And I'm like, "But I'm doing it every week. I'm doing it every week. I'm hitting every open mic with a set I recorded of me. It was only three minutes, and I was selling it for $10. Because I remember at Life of Palooza, on the panel was Bentley Kyle Evans. Uh, Dang, I can't remember some more's manager at the time. He was a Kevin. Kevin, Bentley Kyle Evans, Tina Graham. I don't know if you know who Tina Graham is. We call her the godmother of comedy. Mm. And Bob Sumner is the godfather. And so... It was Bob Sumner, Bob. Tina Graham, yep, Griff. I do know Tina Graham. You know Tina Graham. Yeah. She, her and Bob Sumner is really, I, really to my understanding, and I could be very wrong on this, but this is going to make for a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. But Bob Sumner and Tina Graham been on the black comedy scene before it was put on TV. Mm-hmm. They are why, to mm-hmm. me, why we have such a demographic of, urb, well, I hate the word urban because they try to categorize it as black. Yeah. But such a mainstream black uh, plethora of comedians. That's why we have Bernie Mac yeah. and, and so forth. And these contests that we hear about that the public don't know about, 
is important to us because it helps shape our favorite comedians. Yeah. And like, I feel really honored to like, so anyway, Bob Sumner and Tina Graham are going throughout the United States booking shows mm-hmm. in hole in the walls, bars, yeah. because black comedians aren't on TV. Right. Or they, and they're not getting booked at comedy clubs. Right. So they're saying, wait a minute. There's a there's several shows. HBO is giving out thirty minute specials. Where are the black comics? Like the really funny ones that's in the gritty bar, like Bernie mm-hmm. Mac, who got a whole band behind him. You know what I'm saying? Like Chicago style comedy. Like and they just Bob Sumner and Tina Graham was like on to something. They just didn't have the funds. They're enter Russell Simmons. But how do we mm. get on TV? Enter Stan Lathan. But mm. please be advised that Stan Lathan is the TV plug. Russell Simmons is the money plug. But Tina Graham and most importantly, Bob Sumner found the talent to put on Deaf Comedy Jam, which shaped Ugh. our new style of comedy. Yeah. Like Richard Pryor, yeah. he, he gave us the premise. Right. Be be a storyteller. Yeah. Tell the truth because yeah. what the, what we and majority of the people that love the black comics are white people. Right. And so, I mean, Richard Pryor really shaped a whole new, like really, Bill Cosby was going on. He was a black guy doing white comedy mm-hmm. in the, re- you know, in the retrospect of it. But then here comes Richard Pryor going, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> Cocaine right. and I fuck niggas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like right. the gasp. It's like, that's what y'all niggas is doing out there when matter, you got money. And matter of fact, my grandmother was a pimp, you know. Huh. It's like, does he get grew it? up in a brothel, goddammit. And my mama was a hoe and my daddy was a pimp. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this what? is life. This is what happens. This is life. And then, then it was okay to take that life mixed with Hollywood. And then here comes Eddie Murphy. Boom. Right? And then we need a whole black female version of Eddie Murphy. Insert Whoopi Goldberg. But when we go back, like I love comedy. I love it. Yeah. And so go all the way back. So my thing is I'm a woman comic. Who was the very first woman comic like ever? I didn't care what race she was. But recorded its mom's Mabley at the age of 14 in like 1911 or something. She goes on the road with this song parody group called Butterbeans and Susie. Mm. You know who that is? Mm-mm. And they they were before Weird Al Yankovic mm-hmm. in the 19 early 1900s was this black couple called Butterbeans and Susie and they took all of the popular songs on the radio and made song parodies. But they needed an opening act and this little girl Mary Aiken could really mimic her grandmother. And so yeah. they was like come come do your grandmother. Yeah. In front of us. But she told she was fourteen. She told her brother John, Look, I'm gonna go on the road with Butterbeans and Susie and he begged her not to go because comedy at the time was like rap music. Right. And Shut so he was like, Don't jazz and comedy was like, Oh no, it's like selling drugs. Like yeah. don't do it. She said, What you want me to do? Stay here, keep getting raped? Because she got raped like maybe five times at the age of fourteen. So she uh, had like five kids. Oh shit. So she left them kids. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> She 14. She was 14. Ah, you gotta go. She was 14. Gotta make some like, of my I life. mean, God forbid, like, I would have left them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can I'm make some kid, money real quick. Right? Yeah, I'm and a job myself. And she, Moms Mabley, did her grandmother till she became that old character for real. Oh. And so that first recorded, I think they tried to say it was Phyllis. Uh, Phyllis. But it wasn't. 
It was mom's. I mean, I'm gonna just Phyllis Diller. This. Phyllis Diller. Mm-hmm. They tried to say she was the very first female comic, and but mom's maybe is noted and recorded as doing mm. comedy maybe like a decade before Phyllis. Whoa. But mom's maybe in like 1920 during the Harlem Renaissance, right? That's like 1920. She had wrote this with uh, Zora Neale Hurston, "Too Fast, Too Furious." It was a play, but she was getting paid ten grand a week to perform at Whoa. the uh, at the Apollo. I would out. People, we want that now. Yeah. <laughs> Just make that at your fault. That was way back when. That was like in the 20s. Come on. She was 20 something. She, you know, that was just, man, I just, all of that about comedy to know what Bob Sumner did, the people that shaped it. Like, Mom's Mabley was the first woman and she came out and she was character driven. So that kind of set the tone. Yeah. It wasn't sex driven. It was, she was musically inclined, but comedy is subjective mm-hmm. then insert uh richard pryor and eddie murphy and Whoopi goldberg and monique yeah. but, but after Whoopi, it's really all credit to bob sumner because here comes monique and here comes steve harvey all of these motherfuckers bob yeah. sumner found Whoa. like steve harvey did this <clears throat> joke about mike tyson's somebody mike tyson beat up and he beat him up so bad the opponent eye was big and black and the eye started talking <laughs> and so it was some really classic material done on that. i ain't scared of you motherfuckers Bernie yeah. mac like all of that stuff it just made me thirsty to be on that show i just I was like doing comedy to be on Def Jam. I've never been on Def Jam. So I'm still working to it. <laughs> I did get the call, but now, it didn't go through. Man, it's a, now that you say this, the. the I mean, did like, you know most of this, though? You knew most of this. I mean, I yeah, I've. Yes. Not, okay. Well, not about the. I didn't know the dynamics of Bob Sumner. Like, I knew. I, I, yeah. the, at more and more of me seeing him and actually performing in front of him now. Like I, wow. I yeah, I yeah. know I know more about him and t- now I really feel fucked up for this mm-hmm. now because I really feel as if I've 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 really glanced over a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like I have a set that I have on uh on my YouTube on Monogamous Comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, hapless plugs. Uh, right but on. <laughs> I have a set, my, uh, my Bob Sumner set. Oh, and wow. um, this is what I did. Uh, my friend Gigi, shout out Gigi, Geneva Joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I was, uh, man, this goes down. This is so crazy. You know, et cetera, Ray, etc. Yes, yeah. I just did a show with him Friday. Shout out to Ray, etc. He is, he is. Old he's one. killing it. He's, he is that motherfucker there. Son. He's got future legend written on yeah. him. He's got like I feel like he's gonna be one to just pop. This motherfucker, son. Like I've been doing comedy for a minute, and all, every time I come and meet somebody out here, I'm like, man, they've, they've been doing it for this. Y'all hustle driven out here in Texas, and it is <laughs> like so crazy because motherfuckers get somewhere in a in a quick time. And mm-hmm. to see this nigga, he came. He's like, oh, you've been doing this for this long, that long, and yeah, I've been, you know, I've been going through shit. And I get up and I go do a set, and I'm like, fuck, man, it didn't go right. I don't know what's going on out here. And then <clears throat> I get up and I go do another set, and I'm like, oh, I found the formula. Yeah. And he witnessed me like go through that process of like, man, I don't know what the fuck's happening. And like to to go from <clears throat> dope where I was seeing things to where it is now like i wish 
like I'm glad I was able to do this set in front of Bob like yes. because I had a I did a um Gigi told me because just because Accelerate told me like hey man don't do this do this I was like alright cool yeah. and so I said I found a formula for like the black people up in Texas cause I'm not a like a black person's comic I'm like a more of a mixed comic and, yeah. and, and it's right. different for me so Mainstream. yeah 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 and it's different for me whenever I, I, I try to go to certain places because, because I don't talk like a, like a black person right. just how I got booed when right. I was at Dillard so you know people right. expect different from me when when they see me and they read me like a book and you know then I come they like oh okay so I was able to come to Gigi and I was like Gigi I found a formula I think I'm gonna try this she was like nah nigga stick to your shit that you normally do and hit him with that poetry at the end I was like wait what she was like yeah do that you need he needs to see this I'm like alright cause he created good poetry too yeah, it like it dawns on me now that I'm glad I took this route just so he can understand like yes. uh, the 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 evolution of comedy at this yes. moment because uh, I did I did I went up there and I did eyebrows or something like that and like probably when he really remember oh uh, like he called me up after he was yep. like hey man Ooh. come come see man that thing that you did at the end he, he's very he didn't look at me or anything he's yeah. very he's very so like yeah he's very yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's very this he's like yeah, it, was, it was nice you know it was and then fucking rob kazi rob, rob kazi owes yeah he, yes. he he went up there and he uh i've been on rob for for quite some time so he did stand up before he was popping on social media i think he was popping on social media before then. he did stand up okay yeah i think mark season and them got him out to do wind wow. up doing stand up and shit and so rob kazi came there and rob kazi did rob kazi and yeah. rob kazi was being rob kazi everywhere and i was like damn it rob kazi came over and was like hey man what's going on i'm like damn it rob like, we trying to have a fucking Killing sentimental it. conversation right now and he's fucking it up dude he fucking came over he's like yeah man what's that list going on you know yeah i'm trying to see what's happening you seen it up there yeah 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 and i'm like yo and it, and you see in bob face like he ain't for all the loud shit at the moment. He call them social medians. <laughs> yes. He says it's it's still taking him a minute. I'm just from talking from his social yeah. posts that he make on Facebook. But from his social posts, he's coming around to because he's a fan of DC Young Fly. Yeah. You know, I'm a fan of him now. He he's serious about the, yeah. the craft of stand up. Yeah. And so Bob Sumner will always take notion of that right. I believe but it's he's gonna take him a minute yeah cause in his face the, to see his face go from what we were talking about to when Rob came over and did some shit with the paper he was like why are you touching my shit and then he yeah. totally like boom I lost him then like yeah. there was no more conversation after that something was about to be said yeah. but I would never know <laughs> because I would just, I would just say, <laughs> I don't think but I love, I, I love, I love Rob though. But it was yeah. just that whole little. I'm like, well, if Bob it. was talking to you, he ain't, he hasn't. He, I don't, he don't forget a comic, man. Yeah, he just don't. I, I, not when they, they are funny. Like yeah. he see someone who may not get no laughs be like a superstar. Yeah. Like how do you know that? Because if you like, my recollection is like Chris Tucker was like, okay. Yeah. this guy yeah but bob was like watch this you know like yeah. who is this guy what do you mean who is this guy this guy's funny and went off and did rush hour 
Uh, he, he, we know Chris Tucker from Dev Comedy Jam. Yeah. Uh, to where he talk about the roaches fighting and he got to separate them. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> we just know he say or his best friend that you know your best friend got a car with one headlight. So every time you see a car with one headlight, you you waiting on your home. But they go T. No, that ain't T. That ain't T. Okay, they go T. No, that ain't T. That ain't T. You know, it's just something that shaped our style. Black people being different, hood people. It Definitely was just not that different. that one two punch anymore, right? And that even set still, up punch, no, even now, now, no. It's like we'll do a premise and tag, 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 tag. You're very animated, yeah, very animated. We gonna show you. Yeah, we gonna, we're definitely gonna show you. We're gonna and, show and you. Hence, hence the hence the stool the stool hump, the infamous stool, the stool hump. hump. Oh my God! If you oh God, if you wanted, it seemed like God. if you wanted to be on comedy, you had to have your own version of a, a stool, stool hump. <laughs> it was so crazy. Then it became knocking <clears> the stool <throat> over. Then it was a weed joke. Like I got caught in that too. Mm. One thing I knew, I was like, I know I'm like really not pushing myself if I do a shit joke mm. if I do I'm like I, I've given up I, when I think of shit jokes I'm like alright that's funny but just leave that it, for just leave that on. for the carnivals you don't it's a shit joke you don't need to keep practicing these out there no more you are better than that Kyle and I'm like okay yes. alright if it's gonna be a shit joke bitch you better beef it up it, be, like, it got to be mm-hmm. like like the potato salad joke so it's a lot of Ron potato- White's potato salad joke it's just everybody got a potato everybody salad everybody has a potato it's just I, every. I mean, you know, but Ron BT, White's tater salad. Ron White's is dope, and BT Kingsley. If you get a chance, you seen that? If you get a chance, because it's a true story. Yeah. And if you get a chance to go watch I, BT, honestly, I have a potato salad joke. But see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's cultural driven. <laughs> yeah. It's everybody, we American, we all yeah. eat potato salad. And we say it different, we dress it different, we serve it different for different occasions. Like, so one time I was doing a weed joke, got a, like down there standing ovation, and Caroline Picard goes, But everybody has a weed joke. Mm. And I was like, Yeah. She's like, You're better than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I was okay. like, I get it. I get it. Like, right from the heart. Like, can't nobody deny that. You know, like when yeah. Fion, like, you, even though, even though you could bomb on a major TV show that doesn't mean you're not gonna be a nationally touring comic right like Afion Crockett Afion Crockett national touring hilarious. comic but he was the comic supposedly by rumor mill he was the comic that went on before Bernie Mac and got booed and that's what mm. made Bernie Mac come out and go well I ain't scared of you motherfuckers kick it oh. and so he had to make sure that they wouldn't boo him either and so that's why he was like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Yeah. Because the comic before him did so bad and got booed. And it was Adrian Crockett. But that's where the infamous, I ain't, we still say that. Mystical made a whole song damn near about that. You know, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Beyonce got a whole song called Fuck em Dress. That's mm. Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Fuck em. Put a, fuck em, fuck em, fuck em. Like that. Oh, man. Fuck, so there's, there's uh, is that you so crazy? I love you so crazy. Uh, bigger and blacker Chris yeah. Rock yeah cause I think on Bigger and Blacker he talks about he being a slave on a doom buggy but he ain't supposed to know how to read so he's coming up on the stop sign but he don't know if he should actually stop because <laughs> he, don't, <laughs> he don't he don't know if he should read he don't know if he know how to read right 
And so he's coming. So, so he don't stop. He keep going. And they have a wreck. And his mouse will get off and hit him in the face and go, nigga, you didn't see that stop sign? And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, mouse. You mean that octagon looking thing? He said, nigga, who taught you octagon? <laughs> <laughs> but when I found out who wrote the joke, I was like, oh. Oh, somebody wrote that for him? Louis C.K. Oh, come on. But Louis C.K., though. Yeah, that, that's yeah, why I'm like. That's for they buddies. He, you gotta have that like somebody who's relentless and like I'm it took it took me a long time to be like okay somebody can write for me you know but, oh, I'm, but I'm I've still always not thought there. about that I've always thought about I man I can't well yes I, I have because yeah. like I've, I won't say I've had people ask me to write them poems because you and can stuff. write like mother thank you yes and I've I've done it for people okay. and for for money before and, yeah, and, and that's it right. feels it feels good to do that, but it also feels like I'm giving one of my babies away. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, right. like this, like I get into it when I write it and I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I, I, can, I can still have this though, right? Like I'm, I'm mm -mm. giving this to you, but I can't. Mm -mm. <laughs> See, the, and I don't know how that works in poetry, but I know. So like if a comic, like Tony Roberts, mm -hmm. I shouldn't have said that nigga name, but let's say <laughs> you, it's too late now. It's out it's there. there. Okay. <laughs> so we, I open up for him. I don't know. It's out there. Now it's just ah, they and dropped he, it. Love he, it. He and I have had, have, have had this conversation. Yes. So it's not like I'm talking behind his back out loud. I love it. And so. Let's edit it. Right. And so <laughs> we're at this, uh, Dave Lawson and Eric B had this comedy night at the Laugh Stop, I think on Mondays and Pierre was supposed to come, but he couldn't make it. So his feeling was Tony Roberts. And in I open in front of Tony Roberts and I go, man, how come people in wheelchair shoes always be dirty? And so, <laughs> and, and so he, cause what happened was, is I, I saw that when we were leaving out of drum line yeah. and I'm like, man, I don't saw three the people movie? in the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't saw three people in the wheelchair. All their shoes were filthy. And so <laughs> that didn't make sense to me. And so I said it on stage. You know, and you can hear Tony Robbins in the background just laughing, laughing, laughing. So fast forward to maybe like 2017. Mm. And I'm like, hey, uh, you're doing my joke, bro. And you were at the show that night. I did it. And you can hear yourself laughing. He goes, but it doesn't matter. I recorded it on Showtime. So it's mine. And technically, technically. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> so I'm like, are we? <laughs> Because I, I used to go, yeah, it is, but but I have the footage which was recorded in two thousand. Whenever I get money, money, whenever that song Ooh. came out, that's when I had been wrote the joke. But that's when it's recorded because I say that on stage. I go, I get money, and I just say that because the song was hot at the time. Mm. But that's when I'm like, if that's if we're going by. Do it have to be a network? Because YouTube is considerably <laughs> a whole network. Especially if you look at it now, goddammit. Hey, that's time stamping right that's there. Time stamping. That's dates, goddammit. And no, the, I got it on DVD and everything, and it has the date on it. Can't be, can't be dates. You can't be numbers. Numbers don't lie. So I was like, nah, it's not your joke, bro. But I left that alone. But that's gonna happen. That's people gonna take your joke and mm. really make it theirs, or you can sell it to somebody. Like I know several comics, comedians who never made it to a certain level, but mm -hmm. man, they sell the people up there some material. Mm. You know, I know like one of them, Al Rhodes. May he rest in peace. He sold a couple of jokes to a couple of 
dope comics out there right now. Really? I can't say it. I can't say yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. How do you how like how do you go about saying a joke from someone else? Like well, I, right. I guess it's the same as just like oh, I was. I, I remember I used to go around reciting everything that Dan yep. Cook used to say, just because nigga that shit was new and it was hilarious to me. Yeah. Like the fucking the Kool Aid Man, what the fucking getting hit by the car and flipping out of your shoes. I have no shoes. I used to like, love Dan oh Cook too. Yeah, Don't fucking him. bust through the wall, Mister Kool Aid Man. Dad's gonna beat me with a belt. He's not gonna tell me that a six foot pack of juice just came to my wall man we wrote a whole skit <laughs> like i don't know if it came from that but we wrote a whole skit about how every time it sounded like somebody said kool-aid yeah. kool-aid man will bust through the wall <laughs> and so we were at a party and there was a maid serving drinks right yeah and my friend goes hey man cool maid uh-huh. <laughs> cool. and this is right when it was a controversy where he should put on pants <laughs> like people was, the news anchors was like Kool-Aid is being offensive he running right pants now. because the ice was jiggling at the bottom so people was perceiving it I never thought about that <laughs> so people was perceiving it as his nutsack yeah and so they was like he need pants on he need pants and so he was busting through and what happened is because he's so old he would be old and he doesn't he's full with Kool-Aid but he's drinking like Hennessy <laughs> <laughs> And somebody said Kool-Aid. Yeah. It's like, nobody said your name. <laughs> you fucking up people's walls and shit. That's hilarious. And, so, and we're like, what are these pants you have? <laughs> and they make me wear pants now. <laughs> so we was having a whole conversation with him. And then it turned into like a therapy session. And we was like, well, you just can't be busting up in people's walls like that. Well, I thought someone called me. Boy, that's them days are done. You, know, you got to knock on the door now like Santa Claus. Like Santa. <laughs> well, my cousin, man, my cousin, I don't know if you ever believed in Santa Claus, but I was outside. What? I, I believed in Santa Claus, but we didn't have a chimney, so I was going to stand outside. Until I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. I, I believe you. I be, that's why we short. <laughs> That's why we short because we believed in that fake and it started, oh, it started our fucking growth. <laughs> I believe that shit till I was so twelve. Logical. Because it was like they need I to be able. Believe in that, yeah. They I know all of the Keeblers. <laughs> Man, I was them the first what? That's my shit. Oh shit! I was, I was trying to climb trees. I had a few I recipes, some... man. They said, <laughs> I was like, "You gonna share this with me?" Oh fuck yeah! Man, that is nuts. That yeah, until I was sixteen, and my brother told me, and I was like, "No, you what?" Right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Dad and Bilani. I'm like, get the fuck. I was crushed. I'm like, why would you do this? Why <laughs> would you do this? I was like, ah. Oh. Then you know, people then was gonna run with it too. Oh my um, god. Look at what's peeking. Look peeking through. That's her that's her titty. That so this lady was at the show Friday and I was like, you guys, she was just being like she wasn't heckling. You see it? Peeking through my leg. Yeah. That that's why I'm looking like that. I was wondering. Take a picture. I'm just kidding. But she kept lifting my leg up and up. Like up and up. Like I don't do that. I'm feminine, but I don't do that. 
Oh. You know, please don't get it twisted. Yeah. I am the number one nigga, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, man, no. Nah. But I forgot what I was talking about. That's that bullshit right there. I forgot too. <laughs> it wasn't important. We just yapping at yeah. Oh, story. they cooking, uh, telling them to put the pants on. Yeah, with way. the pants on, with the, with the Kool-Aid. So I don't know if it derived from that, but we used to, yeah. like, dead, it's the deadbeat, the deadbeat club. That's where they, like, they do this, uh, shout out to Theodore Emmy Taylor, where there's like, Keisha, uh, no, so we were at IHOP one night, right? Uh-huh. And I was telling Kim, I was like, man, Theo fat, man, he's just <laughs> But we're, com- I would never say that out loud to somebody else. Yeah. But comedians, we were, we just, we're mean Yeah, we, we so mean to each other. But we, that's love. Yeah. And so I said, man, he just, I say, fat dude. Like, I just kept yelling, fat dude at him. He's like, don't call me that. I was like, this your baby, fat dude. <laughs> And I would, cause I would be full, leaving abs on my stomach. Yeah. I would poke my stomach out as far as I could. I said, this, this is your baby, fat dude. He said, what the fuck is wrong with Keisha? And I said, fat dude, don't deny me. Like, this your baby. And so I would just play with him like that. We would, we would, we were broke comics. And so we would all go to IHOP and yeah. take off. Yeah. <laughs> play yeah. for what? Never. Oh, 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 oh. oh. You ain't talk about rappers. You talk about dining and dashing. We talking about dining. So this is what happened this night. I'm like, fat dude, this is just, I'm creating the whole thing. Oh, shit. Fat dude, this your baby. What the fuck is wrong with this? And so Keith goes, I'm going to pay for everybody's dinner. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? He said he had everybody plate until the nigga started ordering carafe orange juice and apple juice and bring extra strawberries. Keith was like, hmm. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. He let us order. He ordered as he wanted. He nobody's not saying a damn thing. No, I'm and, so, and it's like eight of us at the table. And so we're eating and laughing. I said, wait. I said, wait it's so it's, fucked up, yo. Keith just got up and started walking. <laughs> he just went outside. BT Kingley got like four laptops. <laughs> you better shut it down. You better be. He said, "Wap wap wap." <laughs> and so Keith is just casually walking out of this restaurant. And so he's just walking out of this restaurant. And so I said, "Hmm, I'm gonna follow." <laughs> Cause he was paying for everybody, and if he leaves, I got five dollars. This looks like four hundred dollars worth of food. Oh, mm Keep I took off my dumb ass, started running, and so. But Keith comes back in. I started running, but Keith comes back in and go, "What you doing? What you doing?" I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> He says, is that the camera right there? I said, yeah, so he moons the camera. He, I said, you can't back in. He started running. So he goes out the front. I said, oh, my God. He only can't back in the moon. Come on. I said, shit. And then I was riding with him. And he started the car. And he took off. He was going down the street. He threw my backpack out of the car. I said, what the fuck? I said, wait. So he would wait, and then I would get to the car, and he would take off a little bit. You know how you somebody reach for the door handle and they pull up? He did this for three miles. <laughs> we are all still to this day. Well, we went back. We went back and paid. We went, we went back and paid. 
And they had they had Keith they had Keith picture hanging on the wall because he mooned the camera. And then Theodore and B. Taylor they had his picture, but they didn't have their faces. They only had their asses. <laughs> they was like, if you know these guys, we was like, look at y'all, <laughs> look at y'all. <laughs> but I was mad as hell. I was cussing him. I was like, what the fuck would you take off running like that? God gonna get you. And so he had put my backpack outside. I was like, why do I just bought this Jan Sport? Why the fuck would you put my Jan Sport in a puddle of water? Because I used to, listen, I've always packed a backpack. It had things in it. I used to sell drugs. I sold cocaine. <laughs> Only to comedians. I made $200 a night. Sometimes 2000 depending on how much cocaine I had. But I was like, I'm finna make money doing comedy all the way around. But that, yeah, they was, I was the little person. They would, they would treat me, man, one time it was this. No one ever expects a little person. No, nah, it was a little person for real. Man. Damn, what was that dude? Bob, uh, Billy, I can't remember. He, uh. He was getting on stage one day, and the host said, "Look, oh, look at his two fifties in the half, <laughs> five oh one, two fifties in the halves." And I Get thought that was fuck true. Out of here. Man, I got a bunch of stories. I sit here. That's but we're not very do that. fun. Yeah, no. Oh my goodness. We okay. talk for a minute. Oh shit. Did we talk about anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got some stuff. We got some gems in there. Okay, <laughs> before I get out of here. I like to do this with every new person that comes on. Right on. Uh, you got a game of choices. We like to play a little game before okay. we leave. Let's and do it. Uh, I don't know who reaches the end, but I'm pretty sure everybody reached the end of this one. Okay. Jesus Christ, my <laughs> eyeballs are so moist right now. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, now you got a game of uh, options okay. and choices. Uh, you got four options and four choices, all right? Okay. You got you to gotta be one, you got to raise one, you got to sell one, and you got to fuck one, okay? Okay, be right? one, raise one, sell, sell one, one, fuck one. one. And you, okay. all right, your, your choices are a uh, mermaid, okay. a mogwai, a Mexican, and a manatee. Now, if you don't know what a mogwai is, a mogwai is Gizmo. You remember Gizmo okay. from Gremlins? okay. And a manatee. And a manatee. Manatee is a little little I'm sea stupid. cows from from Florida Everglades. They're they're so, endangered at one point in time. I'm definitely yeah. gonna be a Mexican. Okay. All right. Uh, Cause I can't swim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they can. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm definitely not a mermaid. It. I love it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not a mermaid. Uh, you said B one. Yeah. You go be a Mexican, raise I'm, one, sell one, fuck one. I'm a uh sell the uh manatee. You gonna sell the manatee? Okay. I'm a raise you, the gizmo. You gonna raise the? <laughs> Cause the mermaid yeah. that looks like lesbian sex. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that looks ah. like lesbian ah. sex all day, ah. and it's gonna automatically smell like pussy. Ah. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> And we did not rehearse this. I didn't know what you was going to do. I tell people every time. It's time. This is like a fingerprint. I've been doing this shit for three years. Every time it's always different. Don't nobody don't nobody pick the same thing. And if they do pick the same thing, it's always different reasons. Okay. Oh, my uh, goodness. Make sure you go double check that Mexican. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be a Mexican because they can swim. <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna be. I mean, a mermaid can swim too. But she constantly a, she sure. a half. Nah, I mean, Jason Momoa's a mermaid, so you know you can nah. think of mermaids like that. No, nah. like, you don't have to necessarily. Oh, I mean, that's the whole right. yeah, you don't necessarily. Nah, I'm thinking mermaid like in under the sea. I mean, like that you, bitch. you well, you see, you see Halle Bailey. She's a mermaid. She old enough. 
Exactly. She grown. Yeah. I her mean, sister grown her. Her oh, sister Chloe is grown her. Yeah, exactly. And more grown it. <laughs> Yeah. She be popping all that pussy out of her Instagram. <laughs> she let that thing hang. That you can't. She couldn't have been the mermaid because she's an octopus. You can't. You she already out here selling that pussy through social. I mean, not selling it, but yeah, she she putting her feet up against the walls, working her ass. Ah, the mermaid yeah. ain't did. The that. mermaid not doing that. No, you know. Yeah, you're so right, no, you're Chloe right. can't. Chloe can be. He had it coming. We can put her. In, we, she could play Roxy. In Chicago, but she—that very what well, these women are in jail for killing amen. That's what Chloe gonna do. She Roxy. You, you seen the movie Chicago? No, it's, I love musicals. That's why. Okay, I love not a musical. Yeah, I know about Chicago though. I mean, you know, Lady Marmalade and all that shit. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, that is great, man. Let people know where they can find you at, follow you at, all the good shit. Man, it, I appreciate this call. Thanks oh, for having me welcome. on. The atmosphere is amazing, blazing. Uh, please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Instagram at Comedian Keisha Hunt. Facebook at Keisha Hunt. Also on TikTok as Comedian Keisha Hunt. And you can also oh. follow the hashtag Keisha Hunt and Friends, the big comedy tour, which kicks off in your hometown. July Hello. 15th. coming down. Louisiana. Coming down. Hell yeah. Hey, That's what's on. up, man. Appreciate well, everybody, that. this has been Tell Me a Joke to God Out of Chasing Your Dreams. And I'm your host, the Michael Minutes Councilman. Say the whole thing like a pimp lane slick back. And until next time, dreamers keep joking. <laughs>